Hey friends, welcome back to Eat, Live, Love, Indulge with me, your host, Kathy Wakili. Um, this year, I'm having fun connecting with a lot of my friends that I've known over the years. And um, I really want to focus on people that are following their dream, you know, and uh, with me today is a friend that I met about 10 years ago who lives in Florence and in the United States. She goes back and forth, Florence, Italy, that is. Her name is Jen Mascali, and she is a handbag designer, and she grew up here in New Jersey. But I'm going to get right to our conversation and let her tell you a little bit about her story. Hi, Jen. Hi, Kath. It's so good to be here with you today. It's great to have you. And I, I kind of feel like I'm in Florence with your little spread out on the oh, table. Thank you. Aperitivo. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we just need a little Negroni. That's when That's we need all. to get started, right? <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so happy that you were able to make it over here today. Oh, I'm so happy we could finally work it out. Yeah. I mean, when we met about 10 years ago, it was an instant click. It was an instant click and... She was just an instant connection for my bags. I mean, my I mean, bags yeah. on Kathy, it was just a match made in heaven. I think that we had, we spoke the same language, the shoemaker and yep. leather artisan language. Yep. Being, you know, I mentioned before that I my father was a shoemaker, so I grew up in that business. And the smell of leather was always very familiar to me and working with leather. And so I had a really great appreciation for Jen's craft when we met right away. And my great grandfather was a shoemaker. So we kind of had that connection too. And so, yeah, we both grew up around leather and yeah, he made some shoes for some, someone very, very famous. He did. He actually made Grace Kelly's wedding shoes. So when she married Prince Rainier. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. And they were in the Philadelphia Museum of Art. I'm pretty sure they're still there. Not wow. sure, but yeah. Wow. So you come from, so let's talk a little bit about your backstory. You okay. are originally from? I'm originally, I grew up in Staten Island, New York. Okay. okay. And then my mom had bought a house down in Naples, Florida, so spent a lot of time down there too. And okay. Yeah. And so how did you come to end up in Florida? So let me, did, was fashion always something that you wanted to go into? Yeah. Being so it was in your blood. It, yeah. Fashion was always something I knew I would go into. I mean, I got my first Vogue magazine subscription at 12 years old. Oh, I love it. And so it was like a joke in school. I, I remember my seventh grade teacher would say, Miscali is our fashion consultant. So That's great. it was just I love there. That. And, and I, I was always that. a little quirky with what I would do. And right. I went to an all girls school, so we had a uniform, but we could play around with the shoes. Okay. So I had like red pair of shoes or burgundy oh, pair of shoes or something yeah, so I was yeah, trying yeah. to mix so it you, in. So you had a, a way to express your individuality. Exactly. That's great. For shoes, accessories. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like my son Joseph too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That he obsession with shoes is, is crazy. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I design bags, but the shoe collection is, is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. So did you go to FIT? No, I didn't. I actually went to school in Connecticut. I went to Quinnipiac and I oh, was okay. a PR major. Oh, wow. And and went into fashion PR. Okay. So the fashion was all there. Right. And, um, but there was always that background in design. My mother's an interior designer. My right. grandfather was a graphic designer. Okay. His father was a shoemaker. Right. So it was just there. Yeah, so, I feel that that's something that's in your blood. It is. I really do. Yeah. my mom was a seamstress. My dad was a shoemaker. He made shoes before his time, before like... You know, that was really his love. But with five kids, right. you know, he had to fix shoes, you know, and repair them because right. that's what put 
you know, not everyone was buying a pair of designer shoes, you know? And, and so for five kids, you, you were working to put food on the table. Right. But if it's, if it's in In there, it's in you, you know, I mean, exactly. I believe you can be trained in anything, but you have to have that natural flair, flair and just the natural calling uh, toward it, towards it It as well. Yeah. My grandfather was such an amazing artist. I mean, he could do anything. He could carve out of wood and he could paint and just brilliant. And he was never trained. Right. It's just something I think that that naturally came to him. Yeah. So, and when you have that gift, you know how to cultivate it and use it and get better at it. Exactly. Yeah. The more you use it, the better you get. Right. If you have the eye, you know, so, yeah. So yeah. So then you, you, so I gotta get, (laughs) I gotta get this story. How, I know you've told me a million times, but how many, how did you end up in Florence and in following your dream? And I love that. And I love that this is, that you were able to come here and talk about that, especially with the new year. I want to inspire other people that have dreams and they want to follow them. So here we go. Well, one thing I can say is that I, you know, my mother has three kids and out Mm -hmm. of the three of us, we're all our own personalities, but I was always the one to do things a little bit outside of the box a little more and not live in that structured way, you know? So for me, it was like moving to Florence or having the dream to go ahead and do something more creative. It was just in me to do it. And you just didn't didn't think about it much. I didn't. And people were like, oh, she's taking such a risk. And this, and I was like, it's not such a risk, you know. I because you could always come back. I could always come back, and if right. it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But right. I need to take you need the to chance to see what happens, right. you know. So right. I had first gone to Florence on a trip, and I was there for a little while, mm-hmm. and I fell in love with the city, and I just felt really at home there. Right. And I said, I need to figure I love out. Florence. Yeah, Florence is just—it's a magic it's city. It, it really is. is. Yeah. Uh, so I needed to figure out what I was going to do to get back there. And mm-hmm. I had wanted to go further and study more design. So mm-hmm. I took a design course there. Okay. And when I finished the course, I got a job for a designer there. And so it all just kind of fell started, into place. fell into place. And he was a handbag designer. So it was finally my chance to get into the leather world. And right. Is that what you start- wanted to do initially with the handbags? Or did you just didn't know yet? I, hmm. in the back of my head, knew I wanted to work with leather in mm-hmm. some respect. But wasn't sure if it would be shoes or bags or you know um but working for him it was a really small company Mm -hmm. and so it was very hands-on and I learned everything I mean I went in there thinking I was going to be doing more PR and some sales for him and it just turned into I learned to make handles and learned all about leather and then started going to suppliers and so right. it all just happened it all that way. Place. It all just fell yeah. into place. And, and, you, and since you wanted to learn those things, the opportunities pretty much presented themselves, Exactly. Right? And since I had been around it when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. I just had that natural inclination that I knew what to do once right. I got the leather in my hands. Exactly. You know? so, it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, um, it's, and it's like I said, it's just in you, you yeah. know? Yeah. My son is there now. I know. Yeah. I know. So, um, I was looking at his Instagram yeah. story. I'm like, yeah, oh, we just missed each other. Yeah. <laughs> he's there now, and he's um, having a great time. He's writing all the restaurants down. Oh, it's, good. It is a magical art. So filled with art. So, filled so it's, with it's, art. it's hard not to be creative in that city. Well, that's it. You know, I mean, people, they'll ask you, what, what inspires you? And I used to say, oh, if I say Florence, that sounds so, like, of mm-hmm. course she's going to say Florence. But 
how could it not inspire me? Right. You know, right. especially if that's something you're thinking. It's and if I'm there, and you know, you look at a door handle or mm-hmm. the knocker on a door, or a carving. Oh, it's just it's so just, much. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. So, what made you decide? Tell tell my listeners a little bit more about what was your breaking point that you just said this is New York isn't for me because we, we here we are the fashion right. capital of the world and you decide to move to Florence. Right. It's, it's not a bad gig, but no, you know, there had to be a push. Well, yeah, and also maybe it's going to be a little bit harder. You know, you don't know the language. Right. right. So Did you know Italian? I could understand some, but right, nothing really, okay. nothing at all. So yeah, why take a risk that big? Exactly. Right? So exactly. So, okay, so a big part of my story is my father was a fireman and we lost him on 9 11. Mm-hmm. And it was the year that I was graduating college. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm so, so sorry. Thank you. So, it's still not easy. It's still not easy. No. It's, it's still surreal. And the yeah. more things that happen in life that he's not there for it. Right. You it's, know, it's still. It's, it still hurts it just still as hurts. much, yeah. It still mm-hmm. hurts, just you know. The people say time heals, and I don't. Think you don't buy it. No, I think we've learned through us, through our family mm-hmm. too. It, it seems like you know, time doesn't heal. It just um, you learn how you learn, to live yes. that way. Yes. Like it's like a broken arm that they never really set right. Um, you know what? That's it's always going to hurt. It. Mm-hmm. It's always going to hurt. You know the pain is always going to be there. Yep. You just learn how, I mean, it's a big extreme, but you just learn how to live life with that broken arm. Right. You know, or yeah. say you lose a limb, you know, you learn mm-hmm. how to live. You're not, you're not gone, but you learn how to live without it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we, um, my mother and my brother and my sister and I, we just held on to each other and we right. still do that now, you right. know, and that's how you do it. But so for me, New York during that time. Yeah. I tried working there, and it, ju- it was just too hard. And right, it was a constant I, it reminder. It was a constant reminder, and everything was so fresh then. And oh, yeah. So just, it was around 2000, what would you was, say, 2006 when you moved? Or no, 2000. So September 11th was 2001, and yeah. I, it was around 2005 that I first went to Florence okay. and really just fell in love with it. Anymore. I yeah. just really couldn't do it in New York, and I couldn't see a going forward there. It was just right. because that was always in the background yeah you sure know? sure and when I went to Florence it was just I mean the creativity of that city got me and I just felt really comfortable and at and home there it was a strange again, feeling right? yeah. it was like I didn't have family there I didn't know anyone yet right but for some reason I felt like I was home wow yeah wow. It, like, maybe that's I so lived here in a past life or something yeah, maybe. I don't know you never you know? know that's so brave yeah so brave. and I felt like I could see myself going forward here and right doing something great here and right. so that's, that's how it all really started so fantastic yeah. i admire you so much for doing that it's Thank it's you. it's wonderful and i'm gonna give you um how you find jen a little bit towards the end of the um, podcast but i want to just make sure if, in case you're wondering and you're very intrigued go to dot com, or you could find her at that same name her name is Jen Miscali and you could find her on Instagram and check out her bags too and some of her travels throughout yeah, Europe yeah so um 
So you moved out there. You started working for someone in yeah, PR. Yeah, so I moved out there, and then I, I was taking this visual design course, mm-hmm. and it touched on other areas of design as well. So I did that for a while, and then I got this job for a handbag designer who mm-hmm. had just moved over to Florence, mm-hmm. and he was setting up his team over there. And was he from United States? He was actually from the UK. Oh, okay. Well, he was an Irish designer that was based, started in London, and then... Right, but so you spoke the same language. So we spoke the same language, right. yeah. Okay. And it was a really small company at the time. Mm-hmm. So like I said before, we just, everyone kind of did a little bit of everything. everything and right. It's how I learned how a bag is made. And, right. And the importance know, of different like elements. Like your, your bags, I have to say, I don't know who the designer was that you worked for, but your bags specifically, the hardware and the detail are very unique. Yeah. And they are really... They, they're an artisan bag, which I'm. I, I have several of your bags, especially the sissy. The yes, sissy. Yes. She goes everywhere with me. <laughs> she fits my laptop. She's been everywhere. I love her. And she looks so good on you. <laughs> yeah. So, and the detail and the hardware and all of the workmanship, the craftsmanship that goes into the bags is is incredible. Yeah. So I um. Sorry, I design like all of the hardware because I want it to be unique to my collection. Right. You know, there's obviously standard hardware that you can go to your suppliers and buy sure. but i'm a really big jewelry person right I and know, i've I'm always been into jewelry hear, i wanted to make a note if you hear a little clanking here and there it's oh, yes. jen's amazing <laughs> jewelry that she's wearing that we'll get into later that we've spoken on countless times yes. <laughs> yeah i love it yeah so that was part of what i wanted to bring into the bags i wanted them to almost become a piece of jewelry that yeah. you could wear a simple black dress and then just throw this bag on and and the hardware does that the hardware along does with the that. different textures yes. and the um, finishes on yep. the leather that you have yes. are, are just some of the metallics really mm-hmm. feel like jewelry. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. So there's there's always a little bit of that element mm-hmm. in every collection. And I love that. Yeah. And I'm not a structured person. I like things to be a little more loose and easy, sometimes a little bit more of a bohemian vibe. So yeah. the bags are not structured. No, I love that they too. They move with you. And yeah. And they feel ethereal almost. Yes. You know, yes. They, they have the exactly. feeling of the elements of the of the earth mm-hmm. like I feel like I really do feel I am a little bit of a hippie myself so and I do have they do give me that rocker chick kind of grown up yes. look you know and feeling when I'm wearing them I, I really like love that someone once described them as rich hippie which yeah. I I like it because that yeah. is the vibe of them. It is. It it's is. hippie, but it's a little more cleaned up and yes, and it's not raggedy. It's very refined, and it's um, but still looks great with a dress. Yes, or with jeans and boots, and you know, little little rocker. Little rocker. Yeah, yeah, it I love that. Gives you a little I love flair. That. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I just got out. living in Italy. Okay. <laughs> amazing wine. Um, the most amazing food, mm-hmm. especially there in Tuscany, like like at your fingertips all the time. I mean, you are walking a lot. You but are. How do you stay so thin? You're <laughs> amazing. I mean, I've always been a runner. I do a lot of yoga. Right. And but it is. It's the lifestyle there. Mm-hmm. It's the walking everywhere. Right. I come. No back one get jumps in the car. No. I mean, I come back here and you jump in the car to go five minutes. I not know. even five minutes down the road. You know. But there you walk and yeah. It's um. People say, oh, it's Italy, it's La Dolce Vita. And it is because of the simplicity. That's the La Dolce Vita of Italy. You know, it's not the extravagant hotels and all of that. And yes, that's there and it's all beautiful, but 
it's the simplicity of life and it is that walking to the store right. and walking wherever you need to get and it's so finding it, the beauty keeps, in the simple things it is yeah. it absolutely is yeah. so it keeps you in shape right <laughs> and you can eat whatever you want right yeah you can because the food you you process it you, you process know, it and the food is more natural too right? it is yeah it yeah. is it's so easy to eat while there right right you go to the supermarket that. and I feel like everything is pretty much organic because oh, yeah, it's, local, it's local, you know? Exactly, exactly. So, so that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so what's ha- so you've been out there for so long. So you're pretty much the eat, pray, love story. You pretty much are. It happened I, around the same time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't think of it that way because I was just doing it, you right. know? But it was, it I was, was going the with the feeling of what felt good at the time. And right. it was a little bit of a journey because yeah. of what had happened in my life. And mm-hmm. I found this place that brought me peace and brought me a sense to go forward and yeah, I, you found a purpose I too found, yeah and you're calling yeah and I got to develop my dream you know so that's fantastic how many people in, in this world go through their life and never get a chance to say that they've actually you know started they they pursued their dream and they live their dream and they are continuing to you know build on that dream well you know when I think about it now um I think you know obviously it's a big undertaking to start your own business and try to make a collection and put it out there but maybe because of what happened with my father and that whole tragedy it was like why not you know what do i have to lose lose? you've already lost something so dear if if it doesn't work out i tried and it's right i know what the worst is so sure if it doesn't you still have your education right you still you can always fall back on that and so you know just try, you yeah. know. So yeah, I that's, love that. Yeah, I, I love that because, um, like you said, you could always go back. You could always come home. Right. You that's know? it. Yeah, you can yeah. always come home. So yeah, and you don't feel and you, you like how many people can say that? How many people can say that they 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 did they went after it? You know. Yeah. So well, thanks. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> it's really great. I love that. Um, and I, I and I hope whoever's listening um, and they have a dream that they want to follow. Uh, they they take Jen's story as an inspiration to they, you know what do it yeah and you know it's I was I was living there and I was working for someone else for all of those years so mm-hmm. I learned the trade and I learned the business I didn't mm-hmm. just go over there and say oh I want to make bags and I'm gonna see if a factory will help me do it right no you worked I had, it I worked it right. you know so you do have to work for it of and course you do it's not gonna to, come easy no and you do have to have the context there and have the connections mm-hmm. to make it happen so that's right. why thankfully i was lucky enough to get that job and right. get you that experience though. and i but i started you started you started from not in doing like just going right. there and being a designer like oh i'm gonna no. live off i'm gonna just be an artist no you know no, you have no, to earn no. a living right yeah and so right. you found a way in the field that you were going to be that you wanted to break into and exactly. you started to learn while you were making a living right and so it wasn't just you didn't have you just didn't go in there without a plan no no absolutely not and you know that I always say like the creative part of it that's my thing and right you know being hands-on in the factory and picking choosing the leathers and designing the hardware and then there's the business part of it right but my brother came into play with that that. so So he helped me a lot to get that whole end of the business started and he was a finance major so oh that helps yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, that's a really good I was lucky to have that yeah and your your siblings still live here. So you are are you the oldest? Of I'm the, the three? oldest. Yeah. yeah, and they still live here. They still live in, here. In yeah, the states, right? They're, they're here. They're in um, Staten Island. My um my brother is, and my sister is in mm-hmm. Tribeca. In oh, New York. okay, that's great. She's and your mom therapist. goes back and forth from Staten Island to 
Florida, you said. She does. She does a lot of back and forth, and then she actually works down in the meatpacking. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, she's said, right. she's in and out a lot. So yeah. Oh, that's great. Everybody's yeah. a little bit older. But so you get Facebook. a chance to see them every time you're home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you come and back for an extended amount of time. Each you're living between the two of them, between two places now. Right, and I'm you know I my bags will always be produced in Florence, and made in Italy was something that really it's a hallmark of the brand, right. and yes. it will always be made in Italy. So. I'll always be back and forth Mm -hmm. for the production. And, you know, I work with some other artisans that I'm trying to bring over here now, too. So there's that whole element of things. But that's great. um, I've been doing more work over here in the States. So I'm spending some more time here. I love that. I love that. (laughs) And I get to be with my family. Yeah, that's great. And And so you're doing trunk shows and things like that here? Trunk shows and more personal experiences where I can have an intimate group of people and teach them about how a bag is made and okay. why made in Italy is what it is and right. what you should look for in the stitching of a bag. And right. So they're not pat mass produced. You're making, you make small, um, small productions, small productions. So yeah. it's basically, you know, when you're producing, you're producing and you're not going around the clock. It's just right. pretty much, you're putting all that fine workmanship and that detail and that time and that caring, yes. that love, the passion well, that's it. into yeah. each Those, bag. Yeah. So the, in the lining of my bags is um, ruby, red. Right. Yes. And the ruby is my birthstone. Right. Oh, okay. So it's, there's my, a little bit of my heart yes, in each I bag. I love that. You know? Yeah, I noticed that the ones that I have are yes, all red. So all I didn't red. know if all they're, the, all yeah. of them. And I love that, that they're just as pretty on the inside as they are on the outside. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's like the little hidden luxury inside. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. really luxurious when you open them up. Pretty. Yeah. So, yeah. I- <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. What a great story. And I'm so, like, I've always been inspired by it. And I, I we had the great pleasure of coming to see you when we were, came out as a family the first yes. time i think it was 2000 in i don't know let's see it was about been, 10 years ago i would it was say about 10 years ago i yeah. was in my old apartment then so i'm just trying to think like in terms of yeah. where i was living at the time yeah. so it was probably about 10 years 10 ago. years ago yeah i think yeah. so i think it was after victoria had turned 16 uh-huh. which is going to be 26 soon so it was that summer that she was 16 and right. before she started driving and all that we came out as a family and we family. went to that outdoor club at night remember? oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. we had that steak uh, Fiorentino yep. that oh, was oh at that place up in Fiesole up yeah. in the hills yep. oh my god it was so, so good. good but so bloody and we so were stuffed from all the other things that we had eaten first <laughs> Joseph keeps sending me pictures of the steak so for those of you that know that don't know or do know the steak in Florence is it pretty much comes out mooing yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the way it's eaten out there. That's that's it's known for. They're not changing it for anyone. You mm. know, it's it's uh, it's something, but it's a really good steak. It is really good. Yeah, it is yeah. good. It's just the meat there in general just tastes it's, better. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it was a nice trip, and took, we we went up to um, was it the Westin, I believe, over yes. by the um, Ponte Vecchio. That, that overlooked the Duomo, or was it a different hotel? I the, think the Excelsior. Was... Yes, yes, Excelsior. We went and had, we had, we had, a, had a, drinks up on the terrace, yeah, right? A, a aperitivo. Yeah, aperitivo. yeah, yeah yes, it was good. Did. It was really at sunset. At sunset, that was. It's a really beautiful sight. It is. No, it's a beautiful city. It really is. It's a mm-hmm. magic city, and yeah, I'm lucky that I was able to make it my home for so many years. Yeah. And, but it's I nice that there. you're here now. It is. Um, back and forth and spending more time here in the States and you're getting to see your, your nephew, is it? I'm ne- getting to see my nephew, nephew grow up more yeah. and he's going to be three in January so and he's fun. saying everything. So, so I don't want to miss out yeah, on being around him not. now. You know? Of course not. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's, it's, really great. it's good. It's good. So, so being that you lived in Europe and, and 
like here in the states for when we want to travel along the st- mm-hmm. among all the 50 states it seems like sometimes it's an ordeal even though we could get in the car and drive there but it seems like to go out to texas you, you're like oh you know whatever I'll, right I'll, you know i yeah. won't i'll do that another time or i want to go somewhere else or whatever but when you're in italy going from state to state or country to country right. is it's really easy. really easy by it's car so by easy. train the 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 train system and the the mass uh, transit system is so yeah. much better there. So you've gotten a chance to see quite a bit in Europe, right? I've got, I, yeah, I mean, just within Italy, so you can take the train everywhere. So right. I've seen the whole country, of course. Right. I've been living there for all of these years. But, you know, even if you just have a few days on a weekend, you can find a good flight. You can go to Germany for the weekend right. or fly to Spain. And it's pretty inexpensive to fly from country to country there, too, yeah, right? Yeah, you can yeah. get good flights. Yeah. If yeah. you book it enough in advance, like right. anything else, you right. know. Sure. It's not like years ago, though. I mean, I remember when I first went there, you can get those flights for oh, yeah, 45 the, euro right. round trip or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a flying school bus. Right. But, you it's know, true. It's <laughs> That's true. But you got a chance to experience a lot of different countries and oh, a lot I, of different places all throughout Italy. Absolutely. And the islands, too. And the islands. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know we always much, talk about yeah. Formentera. Oh, right? yes. Yeah, I can't wait to this yeah. year, hopefully, we'll go that's, to Spain. That's yeah, a great that, place. That if everyone has a chance to get there do it i mean yeah. just, there's something so magical about that island it's yeah we went to um mallorca this past oh. summer but it was just too much jumping around because okay. we were in we were in portugal first and then we went to um we went to sevilla okay and then we went to uh mallorca okay so to go and jump on another flight to go to Formentera yeah, was just a little too much. Yeah, and then you have to fly to Ibiza and then take the and boat to Formentera. Exactly. So it's, it's a lot. It was a lot. So I think that needs to be, you know, go to Spain. Yes. And then go And over. then go. No, yeah. go. You'll love it. Because yeah. there's that whole laid back hippie vibe. Right. And, but there's like, there's beautiful restaurants. And, right. but it's just so relaxed. So and, casual. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Central Pay. A little yes. bit, right? The same type of vibe. Boho, but yes. not as... Um, I would say not as expensive, right? Um, maybe not as expensive, and even a little bit more laid back. Like oh, a lot that's of nice. hippie beach bars oh, that you can cool. just go and With your put a sarong on or something and, and go Flip and hang out. And yeah. hang. Nice. Yeah, it's a great nice. place. Yeah, beautiful. good spot. Good food. The food good is people. great. Oh yeah, the food is good. Yeah, the food is good. But even in Italy, you know, there's so many islands around there. Like I went to Ischia a couple I summers love Ischia. ago, and yeah, that's one of our favorites, there. Ischia. Yeah, we love it because it is so easy. Especially mm-hmm. since my family is from that area, it just um, they're from Naples and that whole Campania region, so it's easy to get to. Yes, because I'm visiting my family anyway, so it's you may you know, as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So. um let me see what else I want to ask you. So so you're doing trunk shows. You're doing experiences. So, so tell me a little bit more about that. So one of the things that I started doing over in Florence was I started getting more into the whole styling aspect okay. of this of fashion and all of that. But I, um, I have a good friend in Rome and she has a tour company. Okay. And she started booking me for shopping experiences in I Florence. I love that. Yeah. And I did it more of an artisan type thing where mm-hmm. I would only take people to... The Florentine artisans who are creating unique pieces, mm-hmm. kind of in line with my bags in that respect. And okay. I would teach them, again, give like the leather education and right. what to look for and how to shop for made in Italy pieces and why they cost what they cost and right. all of that. But also so you can leave Florence with a really unique piece of jewelry or well, something that has a story. Behind something it. that has a story behind it. Right. So I started getting into a lot more of that, which is kind of getting me more into the styling world, which... 
I always wanted to go into too. Yeah, so that's fun. It's like the bags led the way to that. Right. That's really a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. Because it's a whole experience. It's, it's not the just whole... the bag. It's what pairs really well with your bag. Exactly. And the yeah. whole look. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, if you're going to go to Italy, all of the major brands, we can get them all over the world right now. Right. So right. if you're in Florence for five days. Right. I love Gucci. I think it's a great brand. Exactly. But maybe it would be really interesting to see the guy who's doing these handmade belts with I agree. unique buckles and 100%. that sort of thing. So, you know, I started bringing people to that and I love that idea. It went really well. So, I'm trying to do that a little bit here too where I can bring some of these artisans over and host trunk shows and That's a great idea. It's a really great more idea. More than just my bags. Right. Grouping it all together. That's so. really nice. Because yeah. I you know, a lot of people ask because we travel so much, and a lot of people. So, what do you buy when you go? Did you, did you buy a Chanel when no. you were in France? No, I didn't. No. Did you buy Gucci when you were in Italy? Did you do this? No, I could kind of get those things here, and yeah. I love those brands, and yes, I could get them too. here. Mm-hmm. And if, if there's something that I really want, I could always easily get it here. Right. What you were saying as as far as finding artisan pieces that you can't get here right. and that have a story mm-hmm. behind them and you meet uh, most times you'll meet the designer yes and you'll hear his story and how he or mm-hmm. her story and how they got involved in the first place and what you know that to me is so much richer and so much more fulfilling because it's it's part of the land that you're you're coming from and exactly. you're you know, and then, you're you're experiencing the art from that region and you know then whatever it is that you buy from that artisan it holds a special place in your absolutely in your story you know and absolutely. it becomes part of your story so yeah, yeah I, it's it's fantastic because a lot of people will buy a souvenir though that to me that's my souvenir, right, you know, right. um, and I don't do it for every place that I go to. I'll, I'll find it in certain places. Like there's a, um, a gentleman that makes sandals that I go to in Capri okay. in Italy and he makes these sandals mm-hmm. and he's been there forever and he's made them for so many famous people and he goes and he signs them for me and oh. he's right in Anna Capri all the way up on the top and I visit him all the time and I bring back a pair of sandals well, and you know, and you can't, it's, get, and that, you can't get that yeah. at home. No. That's something that you have from exactly. there. And and he, he made them to my feet and he signed them and I waited for him to nail in the straps. <sighs> and it's, that. it's just yeah. perfect. And it happens to be, his his name is Antonio Vivo and my father's name was Antonio. Oh, so it kind of even is more special, you yeah. know. And, um, you know, and like your bags. And mm-hmm. so when we were in Florence that trip, yep. Joseph bought a backpack. And he still carries that backpack okay. everywhere. I have. Yeah. I bought a shawl yeah. that was made out of leather with fringe. And oh, really yes, I cool. remember. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I wear that all the time, too. And so, so certain things like that. And it's not every time. It's no, just certain but those are the trips. things, though, that make your look unique to you. Right. And you're exactly. not. You don't look like the cookie cutter. Right. You have something. And. People and that know to me that's is style. Kathy, and that is style. That that's is not real like style. anybody it's, can open up a magazine and say, I want this whole page. And right. that doesn't mean that's style. Sure. But someone else's. It's not being authentic to you. No. And I think, you know, I like to mix do, and match. Mix right? and match. And it's a, it's a little bit of an eclectic Look, feel, and feel vibe. Exactly. And, but it's me, you yeah, know, and, and that's what I try to do when I work with clients that come over there or if I'm doing it here. It's it doesn't have to be, you know, the what you exact like you said what's on the magazine page right. take elements of that exactly and then, 
if you really love that bracelet you found in the market on some trip you were on and it's so really cool and, and every time you look at that bracelet and wear it it'll wear it, bring you right then, back yeah and then when yeah. you wear that that's what's going to draw someone's eye to it or yeah. that's it's yeah because it will it's the whole feeling behind it and so that's where i i, I um i noticed even I noticed this back a while ago for me that my food and my cooking, it brings me back to a feeling and a Mm -hmm. feeling. I like to cook things that remind me of a time or the the time I first had it or the first person that cooked that for me. And I think that a lot of people associate food with feelings. And so I like to be able to recreate those things for other people as well. For Mm -hmm. me, I remember the first time I ever had steak pizzaiola. It was, I was maybe... 10 years old in Italy my grandmother made it for me and it was the best thing I've ever had in Mm -hmm. my life and still today every time I have it I feel like I'm a 10 year old sitting in her little little uh, uh, her little house it was so precious you know those memories mean you know a lot to me so and then when I buy something Right. That's artisan made or something like that along my travels Mm -hmm. that's special to me every time I wear it I remember that trip that Right. We took that, for instance, that shawl, that leather shawl. I was there with my kids mm-hmm. the first time that they had been in Italy, first time they had been in Florence, and it was a beautiful trip. We were there for th- oh, over three and a half yeah, weeks. Yeah, you guys were there for a while. Yeah, and um, and that that shawl will always remind me of that trip that we were fortunate enough to take together. Right, you know? and you know, it's like if so, if you went there and bought the Chanel, Chanel bag or the or Gucci that I could it get becomes, here, did I get it? there or did I get it here right, so I think exactly. that's and yeah. you know that's taking a risk right. in that it's true. aspect too right but if you, you know learn again when you learn about the process and right. you learn about the elements and the materials that are going into it and the artists that it's really not taking a risk because you're getting an education on all of the work and all of the history that the artisan put into this bag absolutely you're right yeah yeah, yeah. it is so and it I, is you know it's nice to know that backstory yeah because made in italy isn't a low price point no so if you can understand where it comes where from. it comes from yeah and you say well you know what this might seem expensive at first but it's yeah. so worth it it's because so worth look it at what i'm getting you you're know getting I mean, it and you'll have it I, forever yeah and you know i work with one factory and it's a father and son mm-hmm. and they will not let anything leave that factory until it's a hundred percent perfect i love that and i'll stand there with my critical eye like it's, it, it looks, looks good great, and like yeah. wait wait let me see let me check the last time and that's the beauty yeah. of working with made in italy yeah and those bags could be being produced on the same table as some of the major brands, italian course, brands that's sure. how it works there you know so you're getting that same craftsmanship le- craftsmanship yeah. and level of quality and mm-hmm. standard so it's that's yeah. the beauty of it. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's it's, why I always want to keep it that way. It's the pride. Yeah. Rich and I always say that, um, you know, something is lost when it's mass produced. Yeah. And, you know, we, we kind of lose sight of that a little bit mm-hmm. in this country. And that's that pride of workmanship. It's hard to find someone that puts that much pride because they're putting their name on it. Yes. And the name, your mm-hmm. name means so much and for you to be able to put your name on something that you're proud of and that you really you stand behind it that's really it's everything i remember when i first started um just business-wise speaking to different people about things and they said well you know you could be cutting costs so much if you just produce in china and i said no no i'm doing this because because you want it to be made in italy it wanted to be made in italy yeah if it if it had to be another way i wouldn't do it 
Right. So if you wanted to make something that was in China, then you'd go to China go and to make Ch- it there and right. put that stamp on it. Exactly. You know? But I'm doing this because part of the brand and part of what it is, is it's made in Italy. Right. So Jen, tell me a little bit more. What can we expect from you in the future? So now that I'm spending a little bit more time here in the States, um, I'm doing a lot more with styling. And mm-hmm. like I said, these trunk shows and more intimate personal appearances. Um, so a lot more of that. Uh-huh. Um, and also more of it happening down in Florida, um, oh, in the Naples that. area more specifically. Great. So another thing we have in common. Doing a lot we more Florida. Sti- <laughs> we love Florida. <laughs> we we like to be warm in yeah, December, right? Yeah, I love the sand between my toes. Yes, yeah. always. So tell me so, more. So yeah, more in the Naples area. So a lot more mm-hmm. of the styling and all of that. And then again, you know, just always focusing on bringing the made in Italy quality into your outfit and into your look. And okay. So yeah. Wow. Uh, so tell me. When you have these shopping experiences, do you bring like pelts of leather and hardware when it's raw before it is made into a bag or something like that? Yeah, it depends. You know, if it's something that as far as doing it in Florence, Mm -hmm. if we have time, I'll stop with them and we'll sit down and have a coffee in a cafe Mm -hmm. and I'll take out a piece of leather and show them images of what the factory looks like inside. So they'll get a whole feel of that. Um, If I do it here more as far as a trunk show and a private appearance, Mm -hmm. I will bring the skins so raw skins, or, yeah. and I'll bring patterns and set up everything. And I always bring some of my great grandfather's shoe last. I love that because I have them, and it's yeah. just a part of my history. Yeah. So I like to show that too. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you get to have some hands-on <clears throat> feel to everything, which is nice. Yeah, that is because people don't even know what a shoe. A lot of people don't even know what a shoe last is and right. what it looks like. So, so it's the for wooden. Those, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, it's the wooden cast of a foot or yeah. of the shoe that that goes the insert that you would see sometimes in a in a fine shoe store they would be inside of a shoe but that's what the shoemaker actually makes the shoe on yeah yeah and then there's a metal piece and that another the the horse that goes on the horse well yes is it called a horse or what is it called um, there's a metal um last too that that they actually form it they work on it so it's a form right yeah <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, so I have those pieces and I have some of his leathers too. Oh, you do? So sometimes wow. I'll bring those and Yeah. My father yeah. still has them. My mother still saves she my does. father's oh, in his in the garage. Yeah. Yeah. And um Joseph keeps eyeing them up. I oh. think he may have taken one of the last and he has it here. Yeah. But um some of his tools are still you know, mm-hmm. his tools are still there. I have one of his tools that he would punch the holes. The holes in the belts. Yeah. yeah. And so I use it. Oh, yeah, if it's I need great. to punch holes in everything, that's the tool that I use. I mean, yeah. It's great. You know, yeah, it it's, it's his. It's it's his hands were it, on it. Exactly. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, and I love that. So, yeah. yeah, when I do those private trunk shows and experiences, I'll have all of those things with me. And so, so you educate them also on yes. how things are made. I yeah. love that. I love and, you that. know, for me, it's become so routine but I forget sometimes well someone has never seen this before right. so this is interesting to them and absolutely it's just yeah it's, love, it's a fun night and yeah yeah and yeah, of I mean, course a little, yeah, yeah, a little Prosecco yeah a little Prosecco everything's better with <laughs> wine and cheese <laughs> absolutely I love that everything's better with a little wine and cheese I love it I, you know I've seen that on um, Airbnb mm-hmm. where um, they have experiences. Yes. They have that option. And my cousins who live in Naples, and um, they also have a country house in San Rufo, which is okay. about an hour outside of Naples, south, into the Campania, the, the valley. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Valle Diano. 
and um, they want to do and we've been talking about this for years they have a country house where it has different suites and they've been talking about bringing people over for that type of artisan yes. artisanal experience and we take them to a beekeeper mm-hmm. to make you know to see how honey is actually made and harvested yes. and uh, someone that makes candles and a fresh mozzarella oh, and things like that so it's something that I mean, you're you're a little bit of a ways. Florence is a little bit of a ways from from uh, but still, Naples, it's but that, it's that experience that I think exactly. that people that travel, and um, you know, anyone can go to a resort, right? Right. There are so many here. If that's the type of vacation that you're looking for, then by all means, you know, do that, and it's wonderful. And I, hey, I like to sit by the pool or the beach and just drink a margarita, and you but know, it's a different kind of vacation. It's a different type and of vacation, and can, I think you enrich, you know, enrich your your. your your life by learning how other people live you do and i mean i think that's it all goes and then that all goes into your personal style too because you have that experience and you meet that artisan or you have that experience on the farm where they are and and it just changes something about you as a person and i think it does and i think it also changes your um perspective on buying um more sustainable clothing yes, and things that absolutely. have a little bit of history. You know the work that went into it. You're not so quick to get rid of it mm-hmm. and change it up. You know, and that's a, a big part of the way the Italian mentality as well, right? Yes. It's yes. you buy a really great sweater and yes, you'll I have say that this, all this the time. season, next season, yes. you'll have it until it wears out. Mm-hmm. And the, the same goes for will shoes. Spend the money on a really beautiful cashmere sweater mm-hmm. that is going to last them a few seasons, right. rather than as Americans, we buy five sweaters that are right half the price or quarter of the price. And we wash but it once, and it's we wash fall it one, and then we dispose it. You right. know, so yeah, that whole European mentality of buying quality, buying the unique piece and right and it's also a big um we have so much to learn here in the states from that type of living european in in general there that's the way that they think they buy buy good quality it lasts longer you don't get rid of it it's not disposable right you know right and it's better for our planet as well absolutely yeah you use less and and that's their their mentality with everything you know, they it use, and even when they say for an animal, they raise, you know, like for people that have a problem with, um, with eating meat. Well, you know what? It's not that they're, they're using meat, they're using the cow and they're using it all. Right. It's not mm-hmm. that, you know, they're, they're, and it's, they're stretching it. It'll last for, for a long time. They'll preserve it. And, you know, and the same goes for, like, with the leather then. They're yes. using that leather, and they're using every part of that. So, well, and that's it's not an thing. excess fi- either. You know, I mean, that's a good example. Like, with the leather, with my bags, I'll have leftover, and then maybe I'll have that cut up, and I'll make some tassels or some keychains or right. something that I can use as a little giveaway for something. So right. I try to use every component, piece every that piece skin. that's left of the skin. Yeah. Well, I notice you waste. do have a lot of tassel. I do. Embellishments on your bag. Fringe, lots fringe. of fringe. Yeah. And so that really goes, even just even the zipper pulls. Yes. You know, they're, they're, they're coated with that, you know, you have the little leather tab that's mm-hmm. on there. So it's all these little pieces are get, being utilized in the bag. They are being yeah. utilized. So there's less waste and 
that's what you want you right know? right yeah and it's also adds to the character and to the personality of the bag it too. does i mean sometimes yeah. they want to kill me because you know there's these little tiny these details, little tiny right? details and you know i remember when i was doing my hardware the first mm-hmm. season and it was, or was the, first, the second season and it was this kind of twisted metal motif yeah i have that and on one of my you bags do, you yeah do. yeah <laughs> And I remember I went the first time because I did a drawing and then mm-hmm. they make the model off the drawing. And they said they had made the model and it was completely perfect. Mm-hmm. I said, no, no, it can't be like this. And I started twisting bending the it. metal and twisting it. Oh, but this is, I said, no, it has to be imperfect because right. I love the imperfect. Right. I think that's where you find the beauty. So exactly. I didn't want to have this piece that was like a stamped out. Right. That you know, looked like everybody else's. That looked like everybody else's. Right. It needed to be messed up a little bit. But yeah, I, I love that. that. That's what gives it, you know, that lived in kind of feel and... And that imperfect and that, beauty. Yes, yes that because beauty and the imperfect. Yes. Exactly. And I think that's a great lesson for a yeah. lot of people to realize that everybody's individuality is yes. what makes it, them beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. You know, mix your metals and oh, yeah. wear brown with black. It, oh, yeah. it all works. There's, listen, all, if you feel good and you feel great wearing it, then that, it. Is, that is the look. Mm-hmm. And that's what fashion is really all about. I there shouldn't saw, be any ba- major rules. No, I just saw a great quote from the designer of Tibby the other day. Oh, yeah. And she said, dress creative, feel creative. And I love that. Yeah. You know, absolutely. dress the way you want to feel. And exactly. if you want to feel creative, dress creative, be a little quirky. That's what yeah. makes you individual. So I remember when Joseph was younger and I used to get him, get him dressed. And he yeah. was, you know, maybe he was five, six years old. And he would, I'd put something on him and he'd take it off. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, what's the matter with you? Just stay in dress, just like your sister does. And he was, no, 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 no. This mm-hmm. doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. At five, he knew. He knew. He knew. And, but he just has that natural. Oh, oh, my God. And he pulls it off. Yeah, and because he believes in it. Because mm-hmm. he feels good in it. And so that's a, a big lesson to learn. That yes. if you feel good in it, you could pull it off and you wear that confidence Mm -hmm. because you feel really good. Like yesterday he texted me, he went to a thrift store and he bought this vintage in Florence. Okay. And he bought this vintage Missoni sweater that when it was new, it was probably worth $4,000. Okay. Even today, if you could find it, yeah. it's probably worth. Of course, that. I don't know of how course. much he spent on it. I don't think that he. he didn't okay, but much maybe cash. that's his memory of Florence. Right. So this sweater right. is. Yeah, but I know he didn't. He wouldn't spend that much money yeah. on it. But he he told me about it, and I said, "Oh, that's great." And he had cut off fingers of his gloves, mm-hmm. and I said, "That's great. If you stand outside with a cup, <laughs> you'll make some money." But he looked great. He felt great, he, and he said he went to the shows, the trade shows, mm-hmm. and everyone couldn't get over this find that he had and they he he said everybody's asking him yeah. where he found this sweater and so, how long has he had but it he, has, it the eye. Yeah, he, he has the good eye he does yeah. and he's taking the risk and that's yeah. that's what he's sets him apart good. yeah and it was someone else's treasure at one time and yeah. now it's his now it's his yeah and it wasn't thrown in the garbage some good vintage shops in florence oh, there are. Yeah, he said there's things. one right by his hotel that okay. he, i'm sure he keeps visiting yeah. all the time yeah, yeah you can find some good pieces yeah, yeah. So, good stuff, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so I'm excited to see what's next. Yeah, so yeah, just, you know, more, like I said, along the lines of more in the styling world Mm -hmm. and bringing the bags into that and... And you've Bring styled it. some pretty famous people on the red carpet, haven't you? Well, Halle Berry's been a fan of my bag, yeah, so that was yeah. pretty great. And yeah, that's I, pretty cool. Yeah, I have a nice relationship with her stylist, so mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and the bags fantastic. are great on her. That's fantastic. Yeah, uh, I love it. I yeah, love it. I'm I so happy that you were able you, to join me today. Oh, I'm so happy we finally got to yeah, do this. Yeah. This so great. tell me, tell me. I, so I'm going to start something new. Okay. So since the um, podcast is called Eat, Live, Love, okay. Indulge, okay. I, I'm starting something new and it, I'm calling it Ely. Okay. okay. So, or Ellie. Ellie. Okay. Ellie. So, what is your favorite thing to eat? My favorite thing to eat. Hmm. I'm a big vegetable person. So anything with vegetables. Anything with vegetables. But years ago, when I first moved to Florence, I learned how to make the traditional Florentine vegetable soup. So oh, okay. I love to make that. Okay. And, and that's one of your favorites. And that's one of my favorites. So okay. I love that. So if you didn't live in you know the States and in Florence, is there another place that you'd like to live? If I didn't live in the States Where would it or be? Florence. Another city. Another city. Let's see. I mean, I can always see myself living on the island of Romantera or something like that. <laughs> yeah, spectacular. I mean, here in the States, I recently, I visited Charleston a bunch of times. Oh, it's beautiful. And I fell in love with it, and I've done a bit of work down there, and I'd it's like to go back and do some more. city. It's an artistic city, and I love the history of the city, right. the cobblestone streets, and so all beautiful. of that. So I, I would say that. Okay, cool. I, I love that. that. And yeah. Yeah, that's great. And... um we went down there a few years ago too and oh, we yeah? really love Charleston it's beautiful yeah it's a great place yeah there's an art school down there too yep. I think right mm-hmm. yeah um, how about what is what do you love to do like what is your favorite thing that you love to do aside from designing aside from and designing, styling yeah. and all of that yeah. I love I love yoga I love running yeah. I love anything that you know centers can, you it does it centers me it's, it's always been a good release mm-hmm. and I just feel like when I feel good in my body I can feel good about everything else right, I am right. doing so that's a big big element of my life and that's something that's important so I love yeah, that that's great that. that's why you stay that's why you glow you do you glow I, from, so do from you, the first Kathy. day I met so you, you you look exactly the same so do you thank you and what is your favorite indulgence my favorite indulgence well I guess wine oh okay good that's a good one I like wine's that. a good indulgence yeah tequila sometimes yeah that, those are my two go-to yeah. as well are you red or white um, or you like everything I'm a rosé lately yeah, yeah yeah it's really good I used to be a red girl but yeah more rosé and- I found with the teeth I stay away from the red. <laughs> right, so I'll right. do it once in a while, but the teeth, you know, it's really staining my teeth. So I try to stay away. And then I love away. a margarita. I love a margarita yeah, and yeah. sunset me and all too. of that. The right? That's the yeah. best. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying that something new. Whenever I have I a like guest that. on, I'm asking what their Ely is. I love it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Their eat, live, love, indulgence. Yeah. It's, the podcast so, is great. I love well, listening you. to you guys. Thank I you. mean, I've, I, I, listen to you guys in Italy and I feel like I'm listening to family it's great That's I love great. it I love that well I, when I started this I wanted people to be entertained I wanted mm-hmm. them to welcome people into my home around my kitchen table or you know sharing food and wine and um sharing stories which everybody does around the table yeah and I wanted people to come away with being entertained maybe laugh a little bit mm-hmm. definitely maybe learn something new yeah um and feel loved and so i hope that i'm, I'm achieving that you are. i'm gonna try to um do that more in um in 2020 and learning as i go along as well so Thanks. i'm thrilled that you were able to join me and oh, guys so you have to check out my friend jen's 
handbag line and all the work that she does at Jen Mescali, J-E-N, I I go with the G (laughs) sometimes with the Italian, so it's J-E-N-M-A-S-C-A-L-I on Instagram and the same dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Ciao, everyone. Ciao, tutti. (laughs) Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. That's so cute. Remember, you can listen and download and subscribe at radio.com and the radio.com app or anywhere you get your podcasts.